from Whidbey Island, Washington. This is Stories from Women Who Walk. You'll recognize yourself in these true life stories from women who are walking their lives while their lives walk them and the lasting difference these journeys have made. I'm your host, Diane Wisga. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with my guest, Dr. Carmel Finnan, storyteller, blogger, consultant, and founder of Story Dialogue, who joined us from Berlin, Germany. Her mission is to reignite authentic story in a world where fake and manipulation have taken the driver's seat in business. Why? Because when we become active participants in each other's stories, we are conversing and connecting. As Carmel says, successful businesses know that storytelling is the key to creating a sustainable community and real client connection. I had asked Dr. Finnan, following COVID's eroding of old narratives, who do you see? Are there new heroes? And what does this open frontier look like to you? Let's hear what she has to say. I wish I knew, <laughs> you know, and I think that is that is where we all are, you know, you know, you know, we're in that space in between, you know, we know there's no going back to the old normal and we can hope we can we can wish it. We can say, you know, uh, you know, you, I hear this in my job or oh, some some soon we'll have business as usual. I'm said, sorry, sorry, business as usual. There is no more business as usual. And that's a good thing. I said, because there, there was a lot wrong with business as usual from, you know, from society, you know, let's not, I don't want to get into a political discussion here, but there was so much wrong with, with business as usual, with the old normal. It wasn't normal, what we called normal. And here we all are, myself included in this, is we see, we see the, the fragmentation of the old and all we can see at the moment is what is what is is disappearing, but we don't have a clear picture yet of what's emerging. We're living in this space in between, in this transitional space, and we grasp for stories to hold this together, to hold our our the unknown. We we can deal with anything: tragedy, war. But we have the greatest difficulties dealing with the unknown. That really, that really sh- takes the, the solid ground from under our feet. So, so what do we do? Well, we start trying to tell the old stories because that they're familiar and there's nothing we need more in uncertain times than the familiar. And we realize that they don't serve us anymore. And in fact, they hadn't been serving us for a long time. And I just, you mentioned the hero's journey. You know, the hero's journey, just a very quick, is, is a very recent invention. 
And you could say, but oh, but Joseph Campbell told us it was in the every the Western canon. It was the it was the the matrix of the Western canon. And really, you know, the Western canon as looked as ex, uh, examined by Joseph Campbell was only a slice of the Western canon. It was you know this our Greek mythology, but that was a very particular kind of warrior warrior kind of stories and. Joseph Campbell wrote his Hero with a Thousand Faces at the end of the Second World War, the late 40s. And that was the time of all the comics, the, the, the Captain America, you know, the Marvel, the, the, the lot. And they were all the, the, those hero figures, the heroes, the superheroes. They weren't just heroes, they were superheroes. And they were, you know, saving America, saving the world from evil. And they were black, the world was black and the world was white. And all we had to do is trust our superhero to ride in, to come in, and he would save the world and destroy all evil and restore order in our world and everything was fine again. And then if you jump a little bit ahead, George Lucas then in the 60s kind of took the hero's journey, Campbell's work, and applied it to Hollywood. So what the business world then did is they took George Lucas's interpretation of Joseph Campbell, who took a certain interpretation of Western literature, the Western can, and suddenly we have this, this, as somebody told me re- about two years ago, that the hero's journey is in all our DNAs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I would disagree with that, but get back to the heroes. So, so we've become, we've expected that that we are going to be saved by a hero. And if we look at the last nine months of our lives, one thing is fairly clear, I think, right across the border where you live. I live in Germany. You live in the USA. But I, I mean, I have friends and family kind of all over the world. And we can see the heroes of the last nine months have been the frontline workers, the people who opened the supermarket around the corner so that we all had a supply of food, who served, the, the delivery men, like, this is where it comes in. The people who kept us going for the last nine months, things like the people who took our rubbish, who delivered our food, who sat on tears, the, never mind going to the health system. I mean, how the, these, these, are, these are our heroes. And these people have done... I mean, to say they've done heroic work is the understatement of the day. And these are the heroes. They are not coming in in capes, saving us. They are supporting us in times of great need, For, in some cases for very little money, with very little recognition, too little acknowledgement by by the world of of the contribution they've made to get us through this. And I'm also talking about, you know, families who are taking care of older people, taking care of younger people, single parents caught with with children and having still having to work from home and look after children. I mean, I mean we we all know this we all know these stories, but we don't we these are the heroes. This is what a hero looks like in 2020. It's not glamorous. It certainly hasn't got any kind of celebrity status, but it's real. And they're the people we've all been reaching out to to get us through this. 
And, um, you know, th- so our narratives, where are our narratives to get us through? I think we just have to let go of the superheroes and start looking at, we are, we have heroes. We are also in our own worlds doing heroic works. Your podcast you know, in moments where people day in, day out were stuck at home, the 60 seconds <laughs> from Whitney Bay. How many, some days it just, it just changed. You know, it was, I listened to one of them. Oh, wow. I thought, gosh, you know, so stop looking for these big events, these big heroes. There's this people, I appreciate more now than ever my the people who work in my supermarket or the people who've kept uh, takeaways open and standing there in those open those plastic doorways and that and to me they are they are my heroes and i i have written about 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 the new heroes and the stories and i think we have to we have great difficulty in not having any closure we want this plague to give it its old-fashioned name to end and then we want to have closure on it and we want to have neat closure and then we want everything to go back to normal and that's not where we're going because we're living in a world that is changing so quickly We, we all know that everything is speeding up and we've been focused on the, as they call it, the virus, <laughs> on Corona, whatever you want to call it. And we've all been, we've all been focused on just surviving this, you know, as best we can. But when the day comes when Corona will be a story of the past, which hopefully 2021 will, will give us, we're going to wake up in a different world because there's been so many transformations in how we work, how we live, how we relate to each other. And these are the stories that we are living right now are the stories that are creating the new normal. It's full of doubt, uncertainty. It's also got, we're, we're learning, we're getting so many wonderful experiences that we are going to turn into great wisdom to keep, to help us journey through the new normal that we're creating and you know we've learned new skills we don't we mightn't be able to name them right now but we are learning new skills right now in, in this time of of of, of resilience um creativity oh it's unimaginable and uh, we we have learned i think to appreciate certain things more we've learned to let go let go of things that actually weren't that important as we thought they were so we are we are going through a a whole process of transformation and we're going to be different when this is over as well and of course people will want to go back that's that's is human nature but so many of us are not going to look backwards we're going to look forwards and we're going to create the new what are some of those things that you've observed have been let go of put by the wayside and how do you envision 
that act informing the new narrative? Oh, I, I see people, for example, you know, somebody said, I'm never going back to that job, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that job, they earned a lot of money. They had a good lifestyle. They had a very good lifestyle. And they ain't going back there, you know, for example. So so what, what has happened? What has happened? I mean, that's, that's a story I need to hear exactly what happened. But... Um, they 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 learned a lot about themselves this person learned a lot about themselves and a lot about the job they had by by the fact that they but by, by the fact that it had to be done in a different way the old rules didn't apply anymore and so much uh fell apart in that whole company that there was no, there was there was no going back there was no going back People have left relationships, um, you know, uh, uh, and they want a, the people want a different life now. They want less materialism. This is what I'm experiencing. Okay, I live in Berlin, which is a, a very, you know, alternative kind of city. So, so, so um, people want a less materialistic lifestyle. They want to have more time for themselves and for family and for friends and for simply as, as they have understood what it means to have time for your, yeah. as they say, the old me time. Mm-hmm. And at first they were a bit overwhelmed with the amount of we time, but now they've got used to it and they ain't given that up again. Yeah. And, you know, people have seen their children actually Learn far better. Learn okay. It's been really tough on, on parents, you know. Really, this this they have to work from home, and you know now the schools in in Berlin, for example, since today they're closed again for at least three weeks. So parents are working from home, and they've got their children at home. And what parents are, some companies are wonderful. They're offering flexibility and extra extra holidays, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what some two two particular parents are discovering is. Their children are learning actually better at home. And what they need is, is a place to socialize, but learning, the learning is actually is actually happening unexpectedly much better at home. The child is more is more relaxed, it's more, it's it's got a kind of more connection to itself at home for for, for um, learning. So Gosh, there's so there's so much happening in everybody's life, you know. I I I personally I, you know, I've um, I'm I'm watching people people just. Uh, I think, gosh, this is this is exciting. I mean, this is exciting. What's going on? I mean, sure, there have been jobs lost that will never come back, and that has been very painful for people and very. There's a lot of of uh, uncertainty and a lot of worry worry around basic, you know. Uh, paying bills absolutely but my goodness I think there's there's going to be amazing shifts when this is all over because people are shifting and we, we're changing we're, we've, we have changed and um, you know I, I, I've learned myself that I I, I, um, I enjoy my own company you know I would never have spent this amount of time on my own 
you know, I would never mm-hmm. have chosen it, you know. But now that I've got used to it and now that I've kind of got into a rhythm of it, wow, I think, gosh, it's, it's, I'm, I, I am kind of an introvert anyway. So it's, it's been wonderful for introverts. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I, um, I also hear, um, a great deal of optimism mm. in listening to you. And I'm curious to know that, you know, as we sit here today, what lasting result would you like to make um, and for whom and, and how? Well, I suppose, you know, it's been such a, it's been such a difficult year. Okay, I, okay. I, I, I mean, I say this a lot, but it has been a difficult year. Really, it has. You yes. know, we our holidays, no holiday. You know, I mean, that's the smallest part of it. But it's okay. We, we, we the human race that we belong to, we've been through a hell of a lot worse. And each, each, each you know, moment in history that has been very challenging, very destructive, has been the birth of something truly wonderful. And I know, I I acknowledge the pain that is still happening, that has, people have, have suffered and are suffering and will for the next while. But... I just want us to reach deeper than this and and see the potential it has given us as people and the world to stop and reorientate and reorganize and come back with with a with a different agenda with very different agendas and very different outcomes and that we, we, we we're going to trust ourselves more and hopefully each other more and not hand our power over to superheroes in whatever shape they come whether they're big gov- governments or whatever that we we start we start reclaiming our own autonomy and i think that's really important for us and i'd say oh well you can't do it i think we do it moment by moment step by step and and it's not it's there's no i don't have a quick formula for anything but i do think we we it starts with with reclaiming our own power and digging deeper than the the narrative we're being fed in in media about the destruction and all of that there's there's a greater narrative unfolding for us a greater narrative unfolding for us I like that. I, I like that. Um, boy, I don't know what else could be said after that. I was going to ask you um, before we end, is there something that was left unsaid on top of the unfolding of the great narrative before us? Gosh, no, because I, I didn't want to, you know, I before this, I, I just want to, I just want, it's like a, a dialogue. I just want to, trust that 
the, conver- the, the dialogue will happen and we, we will get to the insights that we that are important today because if we had this conversation tomorrow it would be different you know that's you know I think I think I haven't no I think that that is there's enough we are enough the day is enough this dialogue is enough so before I say thank you I want to mention to all of our listeners that all social media links and connections to Dr. Carmel Finnan and Story Dialogue will be posted in the episode notes. I hope you drop by, check out the many resources that are there, the events, the blog posts, as well as consider booking a session to dialogue with Dr. Finnan. If this has been any invitation, I can only imagine what a, what a, another personal session would be like. So I want to say thank you very much, Carmel, for walking along together, for sharing your work with us, sharing yourself and your story with us, and helping us to look for and connect with and engage with authentic story. I am... Um, I just believe that the world will be a better place um, because of you and what you are helping show us. So thank you. Thank you, Diana. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Good. I'm glad. the end of the road, but not the journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories from Women Who Walk with your host, Diane Wiska, and my guest, Dr. Carmel Finnan, founder of Story Dialogue in Berlin, Germany. Remember to visit Dr. Finnan, check out all the many resources available to you on her website, and consider booking a consultation to work together. All links to social media and how to keep in touch with Dr. Finnan are in the episode notes. You're also invited to check out over 250 episodes of Stories from Women Who Walk, found on Simplecast or your favorite podcast platform. This is the place to thrive together. Come for the stories, stay for the magic. And speaking of magic, I hope you'll subscribe share a nice shout-out on your social media or podcast channel of choice, and join us next time. You will have wonderful company as we walk our lives together. Together.